Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. been said that clothes make the man or woman and that's especially true in the military i have personally seen the demeanor of more than one person change in the photo studio when they put on the uniform of their branch of service to pose for pictures and that's why military leaders spend a lot of time and effort on making sure soldiers sailors marines and airmen are dressed for the job including the newly created u.s space force Oh wait, no they didn't. The new Space Force uniform for daily wear unveiled on social media Friday. It seems to contain the same green woodland camouflage pattern that's seen in the U.S. Army. You know that. So, wait, wait, what do you call someone from the Space Force anyway? Like, spacemen? Space cadets? So that that spacemen will be able to hide in the trees of space. (laughs) Blend right in with Blend right in. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, Cliff, here we said yeah. it's 16 this morning, and okay. this cold weather, although we've been spared until now, yeah. is rather ridiculous. <laughs> I'm not going to disagree with that at all. Last night, yeah. I had to prop open yeah. the lid of my deep freeze just to warm up my house, <laughs> just a touch. <laughs> and it cost a lot of money to do that. Heat anywhere you can get it. Yes. From your deep freeze. Well, this morning, Cliff, I read this. Yes. If you want a simple way to be happier, pretty simple. What's that? Every morning, mm-hmm. send a friend, co-worker, family member yeah. an email and saying thanks for something that they've done for you in the past. Okay. Or, or you hope that they have a great day, give them some kind of compliment, something on a happy-go-lucky tone and theme. And okay. if you do that yes. over time... This one little thing will make you a lot happier. It made me a little sad this morning when I read that, Cliff. <laughs> Why would it make you sad? Because I was sitting here thinking yeah. of the friends, co-workers, yeah. and family members. I think I know two people's email addresses. <laughs> two. I don't know any of my family's email addresses. Yeah. I couldn't even tell you if any of them are doing that. If they even send and receive emails. Yes. I, I couldn't get a hold of them by email for a million dollars. Here, yeah. I know your email address, Cliff. Yeah. And also, it's kind of sad if you send out an email to a coworker or a yeah. friend or something, mm-hmm. and they don't reply. <laughs> well, I mean, what does that say? <laughs> it says a lot of things. And they're all haunting you in the back of your head for the rest of the day. <laughs> and it throws off your whole day, doesn't it? What have they got against me? Why didn't they respond to my email? They could at least said thanks. What have I done to them? <laughs> what, what did I do to deserve this? Why am I a miserable failure? <laughs> we it's of course, common knowledge that those who fail to plan, plan to fail. And nowhere is that more true than in the world of crime, especially bank robbery. Or theoretically, you have a long period of time to plan out what's going to happen, perhaps even rehearse the heist in private, and then work on options in case it doesn't go well. Plan B, plan C, plan D, that kind of thing. This story from Glasgow, Scotland, shows even bank robbers across the pond all too often find themselves without planning, and that makes them dumb criminals. 
47-year-old Matthew Davies will be sentenced next month for his attempt to rob a Bank of Scotland branch back in September. Court last week heard his story and then declared him guilty. Turns out Davies gathered up the two most important tools a bank robber needs and headed out for the crime. And by that I mean a weapon and a disguise. Unfortunately, the, well, all he had at hand was a meat cleaver and a pillowcase. He apparently carried the meat cleaver inside the pillowcase until he got to the front door of the bank and then took it out, put the pillow covering over his head. Unfortunately, he had forgotten two very important things. Eye holes in the pillowcase so he could see what he was doing. <laughs> he made off with about $2,500 US, but with his identity out in the open, because he had to take the pillowcase off to see, he was in custody later in the afternoon. This isn't an Ocean's Eleven heist here, Cliff. <laughs> Clearly not. You would think when you were in the car and you shoved the pillowcase over your head, yeah. perhaps then you would realize... Something's not right here. Let's try this tomorrow. <laughs> regroup. We need to regroup. Yes. Our plan B is we're coming yeah. back tomorrow. And I like that. Armed with a meat cleaver <laughs> and a pillowcase, which would be a great name for a rock band. Today, Cliff, on the Midwest Digest, yes, you know, Max Armstrong's program, Yeah, I was listening to it, and Max is gone for the next couple of days, and so he had a uh, fill-in replacement. I believe his name was Steve Alexander. I've heard of Steve Alexander. Yeah. And it kind yeah. of uh, freaks me out a little bit why uh, Max has never asked us to well, fill in for the Midwest <laughs> I mean, I, Digest. I don't, <laughs> I don't know who these stand-ins are for Max Armstrong. I would assuming they're, you know, friends of his from the industry, perhaps... Um, and people he worked with at some point in the time when he was in Chicago, You're that kind of thing. Right. But are we not friends in the industry of Max Armstrong? Do we not deserve our chance as well to do the Midwest Digest? No. And yet we have not been selected. Now, obviously, Cliff, yes. Max would have to write the whole thing out and we just read it back. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying. What, what, what are we talking about? You don't think I could write the Midwest Digest? I don't think you could do You don't it. think I can write them? I I'm, don't. I'm hurt, frankly. Well, I just... <laughs> a lot of pressure on you there, Cliff. That's fine. I can handle the pressure. Well, this morning on there... <laughs> what do you have on there? This, this Alexander guy? Yes. Steve had on there yeah. the man in Michigan. Yeah. Went to a thrift store, paid yeah. 35 bucks for a couch that he wanted to use in his man cave. Mm -hmm. And looking through the uh, sofa cushions, which I would never do... Yeah. On a used couch. I don't want to get my hands on there. I'll get other parts of my body on there, <laughs> but not my hands. But the man found $43,000 yeah. inside that couch. Yeah. And returned it to the rightful owner. That was pretty impressive. I would like to think that I would do the same thing. I really would. <laughs> would I like wouldn't. To, you would like to think that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. But you I. Didn't, you didn't, so you get the best of both worlds. Yes. Thinking about doing the right thing. And pocketing the cash, which is the wrong thing. When you say it out loud, yeah, but when you keep it to yourself, no. If I remember correctly, Cliff, yes. Groundhog Day is February the 2nd. I believe that's right. Yeah. I think that is to be true. Yes. And if you were going to have a gigantic celebration about Groundhog Day, yeah. what's the one thing, the one thing you would have to have for your celebration? Um, Groundhog. Yes. <laughs> But apparently, Cliff, yeah. those creatures are hard to come by. Because in yeah. New Jersey, there's a town there that has a big festival planned. Yeah. They've been working on it for months. And now they've realized they can't get their hands on an actual <laughs> groundhog. So unlike the um, yeah. robber in your story at 7 o'clock, yes. they do have a plan B. Okay. They're going to fake it with a stuffed animal and <laughs> yank it out of the hole. They're going to pull a... 
stuffed groundhog out of the hole. Yes, and then the people in the town yeah. are going to mm-hmm. vote whether it's going to see its shadow or not. <laughs> and a spokesman oh for goodness. this town in New Jersey said, yeah. uh-huh. we didn't realize it, but it's really hard to get a groundhog. And I am... Uh, yeah, I tried to get one off of Amazon moments ago. Oh, you did. You, and can you you can't buy a groundhog. You can buy right. a stuffed one. Yeah. Wonder where you'd get a groundhog at. I have no idea. Are they even around here? Like here? Uh, I I don't know. <laughs> what? I've never any heard anybody ever say in this area. Yeah. I'm having trouble with groundhogs at my house. True. Uh, they must not. Well, be. Well, I mean, just twenty seconds worth of research says. A groundhog is also uh, is also called a woodchuck. So if you know where you can get a woodchuck, you've got a groundhog. Oh, I've seen him on TV. <laughs> Throwing wood. Yeah, Constantly, know, right. yes. Chucking wood. Yes. Yeah, that's right. They are native to Indiana and Illinois and Kentucky. So they're, they're around somewhere, apparently. I wonder if everybody's ever had a problem with a woodchuck <laughs> in see, their life. Besides in a Geico commercial. And evidently, Cliff, we've struck a nerve this morning talking <laughs> about groundhogs. Well, we did, huh? Yes, we've had... Two messages, and basically both of those are just like this here. The only good groundhog is a dead groundhog. (laughs) (laughs) Evidently. So then if they go the route of the stuffed groundhog, which clearly is dead, they're going the right way. I think they are. (laughs) Evidently, Cliff, these groundhogs burrow into the ground, and then uh, animals... Like horses and cows and stuff, yeah. fall into the holes and break their legs. Oh. I had well, no idea. I, I didn't know that either. And one of our listeners has even offered to capture a live groundhog and bring it into the studio. No, I don't believe we need to. We don't need that. No. No, no, no. not at all. Here's some pretty encouraging news, Cliff, this Encouraging? Okay. Yes. What do you got? Cancer researchers yeah. are saying now yes. that they strongly believe by mm-hmm. 2050, hardly anyone under the age of 80 will die from cancer. Really? They think they're that close. Wow. Except, they said, those people who insist on eating the convenience store hot dogs. Those aren't good for you. (laughs) Stop doing that. The researchers are saying. They say that. Wait, wait, well, I may have made that up a little bit. I may have made that up. (laughs) Because from the story, of course, we were talking about this Friday, Betty White's birthday. Remember that? Oh, yes. And if and if you Google for like, I don't know, two minutes, you'll find that several years ago, Betty White attributes her long health, her long life and healthy, you know, she's maintained her health so far into the fact that she likes to eat hot dogs. <laughs> and vodka. And vodka, yes. Yes. So Betty White likes the wieners. I feel sorry for Betty White a little <laughs> why, bit. Why do you feel sorry? Every year at Christmas, <laughs> I kind of feel a little down for her. I mean, this is the sixth feel- year. <laughs> Sixth year now at yeah. Christmas time. Yeah. That that song, you know, that says mm-hmm. we're offering offering this simple phrase. Yeah. For kids from one to ninety two. Yeah. They pretty well excluded they, Betty. They're putting her out. Yes. She's not gonna have a good Christmas. <laughs> because you're over the age limit to have that's a good right. Christmas. As long as Santa brings her wieners, she'll be fine because that's and vodka, yes. That's a different combination there, Agreed. Cliff. Yeah. Yep. Don't know how you do the vodka and the wiener thing, but anyway. <laughs> Lead police in El Cajon, California, say it's only a matter of time before they find and arrest the people involved in this jewelry heist. And when you hear the details of the case, you'll know why. Reports say a couple entered the Ishtar Jewelry Store on Avocado Avenue Friday afternoon and initially were browsing. When the woman said she had made a selection, she told the clerk on duty that she needed to go to her car to get her wallet. And that's when it happened. Now, the store had an electronic lock on the front door. 
requiring a clerk to buzz customers in or out. And when the woman said she was getting her wallet was buzzed out, she merely just held the door open while the man she was with made his move, jumping over the counter and snatching handfuls of gold chains and bracelets with an estimated value taken of over $80,000. There was, of course, one small issue with their escape plan. The woman let go of the door too soon. If it shut all the way, the man would be locked in. So he was slipping out to make his getaway and something got caught on the door. It was his fanny pack left behind at the scene containing his ID card and other personal information. One might guess that telling his arrest story to fellow inmates would give the man a nickname he'd rather not have as you definitely do not want to be known in prison as Fanny Pack. (laughs) (laughs) I can't argue that, Cliff. Nope. nope. No arguing that. Not at all. (sighs) Wow. (laughs) That's a bad connotation. In certain circumstances, and that would be one of them. Any circumstance. (laughs) Well, Cliff, I'm sure it was a big yeah. thrill. I'm a, sure it was for Gene Watson. A big thrill? What are you talking about? Well, you know, Gene Watson has had a lot of great hits over his career. Like Pick the Wildwood Flower, One-Sided Conversation, yeah. Speak Softly or Talking to My Heart, and of course, oh, his yeah. classic Farewell Party. Right, like five number one songs. Oh, he's had some, yeah. I mean, and there's a dozen more of those. Yeah. And he's a big superstar in country music. And this past Friday, Vince Gill at the Grand Ole Opry Mm -hmm. asked Gene Watson to become the next member of the Grand (laughs) Ole Opry family. Now, Cliff, I looked up this. Yeah. Mr. Watson has been playing the Grand Ole Opry for over 50 years Mm -hmm. already. I'm sure when he was finally asked, it's like, what, did you forget I'd come around here like regularly? He's there all the time. He's there all the time. <laughs> and they just ask him Friday night to be a member of the Grand Ole Opry. You know, he's 76 years old. Yeah. It would have been cute if he'd went. No, I don't think so. No. <laughs> I've been here for 55 years or so. And, and, and yet, just now. And you have people like, what, Kelsey Ballerini? Already a member. He's got underwear older than Kelsey Ballerini. <laughs> I don't know that for a fact, but I'm guessing but you were guessing. that he's wonder, probably got... I wonder if he's a tidy-whitey kind of guy, I Gene don't. Watson. <laughs> now, Cliff... Well, I'm just asking. Every time I see him now, I'll be wondering that in my head. You're, you're going in the back of your head. Boxers or briefs? Yes. <laughs> I've already had one of our wonderful texting friends yeah. get a little too close to that subject this morning. Oh, really? Yes. Care to go into detail Not on really, that? Not really, no, no. <laughs> the stuff he had to do for medical stuff. Oh, oh, the box. Yes. <laughs> and did you go like, why are you telling me this? Well, I was wondering why. <laughs> and what did he say? Well, it was a for a medical thing, Cliff. He had to, you know. In a box. In a box. There was a box involved. And, of course, I'm sitting here <laughs> thinking... I wonder if it's like decorated. Do they have like a decorated wait, oh, wait, box oh, for you oh, to go in? Oh, was it one of those um, colon cancer yes, tests? Yes. So basically, he pooped in a box. Yes. Is what you're saying? <laughs> so what kind of a box do they give you? I, I don't know. Maybe a holiday box. I don't know. Is it like decorate? No, you're right. Or is it just a plain brown box? I don't know. Like the contents. Well. <laughs> And a few weeks ago, Cliff, yes. we were talking about the new Girl Scout cookie that was out that we couldn't get in our area. Right. They're, um, because there are different bakeries. Yes. Not every flavor of, it, of the cookies are available in every region of the country. In particular, you, there was some new lemon thing that had come out. And here and there in this area, 
Girl Scouts are selling a different lemon flavor. Cookie. Yes. Yeah. And that got me to thinking, and I don't know if you were around this part of the country whenever this was going on. You might have been in Houston. Okay. But do you remember the Girl Scout cookie called the Chokey Doki? <laughs> Do you remember that I don't, one? I don't remember ever eating or trying to eat. I have a vague recollection of this. Okay. It was, had ingredients in it that were so sticky yeah. that basically you needed the fire department on standby to administer mouth-to-mouth to you whenever you <laughs> ate one of these. Doke. Yes. I think, Cliff, they had caramel, yeah. which is nothing wrong with that. No. Peanut butter. Okay. Molasses. Yeah. Some marshmallows. Yeah. And I believe the last two ingredients could have been, yeah. not sure, mm-hmm. candle wax and Gorilla Glue. <laughs> one of those two, I think, was in there. They lasted one season. And it probably didn't sell very well. Chokey dokey mm-hmm. was gone. <laughs> it's time now for Take It to the Bank. If you're wondering where all your money is going, a lot of it is being washed away in a sea of French fries. Yeah. Now, I wouldn't mind being lost in a sea of French French fries. fries. Yes. Yes. But the new survey is out and says the average person now spends about $281 a month going out to eat. Wow. That's about $3,372 a year. And I did the math, Cliff. Okay. The average life expectancy of a little under 79. Yeah. I went with 79. Okay. 18 to 79, when you do the math, mm-hmm. you spent over $200,000 in your life. <laughs> at a restaurant. At a restaurant. And in the last month, yeah, 83% of us, I'm raising my hand, yeah. have been to a fast food restaurant in the last month. Yes. I know I have. Mm-hmm. And all of that you can take to the bank. No, you can't. That's You're spending correct. it at a restaurant. <laughs> But if you didn't spend it in a restaurant... You, you could actually take it to the bank, now couldn't you? Over $200,000 by the time, you know, uh, you're almost 80. Yeah. Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of a day, start with number three. Betty White likes the wieners. <laughs> 3A. <laughs> Boxers or briefs. My. 3B. He had to poop in a box. <laughs> oh, that should have been number two. I'm sorry. Darn. But number two is... The only good groundhog is a dead groundhog. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, it's kind of one that we actually exercise every day and don't realize it. Our plan B is to come back tomorrow. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.